In my, my perspective, there's no like turning back anymore. Uh, the working life is already changing and, and the new generations are changing it. And the companies need to have like good readiness for, for that kind of change. And we need to change the, the ways that we are working, but also the change that we are recruiting and, and uh, how we are seeing the future and, and, and how, how we are seeing individuals. Every single company competes in attracting and retaining the best talent in the world. The Better Monday podcast helps leaders, entrepreneurs and other growth-minded people get up to full speed with a 360-degree view of happiness, work-life balance and organizational responsibility. Our mission is to interview top professionals all around the world so that you will have a smoother path on your journey to a happier workload. Your host is Milla Heikkilä, and the podcast is sponsored by Sophocles. Good morning, good day or good evening, depending on which time of the day you are listening to this podcast episode. You know, I've been really enjoying making of this third podcast season. There's something very special about it, and I hope I've been able to transfer this feeling to you as well. The season is closing to its end, but we still have one more episode to go. Sana Rossi describes herself as an adventurer by heart. She has a long background in HR and recruiting, but after a life change she made somewhat a year ago, she nowadays identifies as an author, part-time board member and speaker. I've been following Sana on social media for a while already, so I was excited to interview her. After all, she is the most famous recruiter in Finland. On the season's final episode, me and Sana talk about what else but recruiting in the new normal era. Hope you enjoy the discussion. Hello Sana and welcome to Better Monday podcast. Thank you, it's great to be here. Super, super happy to have you as our guest. Uh, we've been trying to organize this podcast recording for for a couple of times already, but we've had some uh, unfortunate uh, flu occasions <laughs> uh, happening. So that's why it's it's been a while. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's been a rough uh, autumn. So <laughs> I'm also very happy that we now have have this like arranged and and so excited to talk with you about this interesting topic. Yeah, me too. Uh by the way, how's your week been so far? Oh, thanks. Uh it has been quite hectic. Uh we are recording this on Thursday and and Monday I, I arrived from France. I was writing there and and then it it has been like super uh, intensive. I have had few few like uh, board member meetings and and few interviews, and then I have been writing my book and doing some other stuff also. But but good week, but hectic. Mm-hmm. How about you? Oh, same here. Quite <laughs> quite hectic. I guess it's the regular answer that you get when you ask people, "How's your week been?" Well, quite hectic. <laughs> yeah, and, and in a way, it's kind of sad. <laughs> and and I have been like trying to uh, to give myself like reminders that uh, it's not good for you like to always keep saying that it's it's you're busy and it's hectic and and all that, but. 
because the saying hectic, it's it really like creates hectic hectic lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to like learn off of it. From, yeah, same here. And uh, in a way, um, for me, hectic also means partly that you are doing something meaningful. Because for me, I I love when my work is a little bit hectic. Like I I perf- perform um, best when there's a little hurry <laughs> yeah. uh, involved. But of course, if it goes too too extreme, then then it's not good obviously yeah I, I totally understand what you mean and and it's it's good to have like energizing work and an energizing role and 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 uh that you're excited about things you do and and still at the same time we can't go with like the full speed ahead like 52 weeks of the years mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> like the nice balance would be okay <laughs> yeah exactly totally totally agree Hey, but uh, my first question, actual question to you is, uh, what makes a better Monday for you? Uh, this is a very nice question. I, I love it. Uh, I think that uh, the mornings when I wake up calm and, and I feel like life is in balance and I'm excited and eager for the week to start, uh, that makes a better Monday for me. So calm and, and excited feeling. Mm, beautiful. Uh, well, I know obviously who you are and I've been following you on social media for quite some time. Um, I, I could even say that I'm uh, a super fan of yours. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe not all our listeners really know what you do and uh, who you who you are and what's your history. So could you give a little introduction so that also our listeners would know who you are and what you do? Yes, of course. Um, uh, well, I'm Sana uh, and I'm 36 years old. Uh, I live in Helsinki, Finland. Uh, I'm adventurer by heart uh, and I want to live the life to the fullest. Uh, that is like my main kind of like values or, or, or the perspective how I see life in, in generally. But um, if I would have to like describe myself or, or define my work uh, experience shortly, I, I would say that uh, I have a long um, background in HR and, and recruitment. And uh, I love writing. Uh, I'm a book fanatic. Uh, I have written one book and now I'm writing my second one. And I'm also working as, as a like advisor uh, and board member for different uh, companies. And, and I also, um, yeah, I, I think I could say that I'm speaker, even though I don't identify myself as a speaker, but I do speak about different kind of uh, like um, HR and leadership and uh, cultural uh, development and recruitment and talent attraction themes. Uh, and, and just like a while ago, uh, in the beginning of autumn, I, I did a, like this kind of like work-life change and, and left my position as HR director at, at the tech company Vincent and jumped into a whole new life. Uh, and now I'm mostly writing my next book and, and working as, as like part-time uh, advisor and, and, and speaker. So uh, I'm having my own lives like one of like the biggest changes at the moment. So so that's I, yeah I think that's basically who I am. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, even though I, I have heard this question quite often, it's still like hard to describe myself. 
and say that who am I and, and what I have done, even though it should be clear and, and, and very, very like easy to explain. But still, uh, when you're interested in multiple different things and you have done uh, quite many areas of, of positions and roles and, and working in different companies, it, it's sometimes hard to find like like a key uh, key road or, or punainen lanka in Finnish, how do you say it mm. in English, uh, to describe yourself. Mm. I can totally understand that because, uh, well, of course, you can always relate to the role that you are having in a in a certain company, but currently because you are not working for one company or you are not hired by a company well you do have some advisor positions but it's it's still different that's not your day job so yeah i totally understand where, where you're coming from with yeah, that. yeah 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 like previously it was so easy just to say like okay i'm hr director at vincent and now i'm like multiple different things with no company behind me mm. Hmm. And the interesting thing is that quite often people identify themselves through the role that they are having, mm, yeah. even though they have different <laughs> roles outside the company as well. Like uh, yeah. you might be a mom or a dad or a daughter or, or even something completely different. But we tend to identify ourselves through the role that we are playing in a company. Yeah, that, that is so true. And, and that's why I always want to say something else uh, outside the work. Like I just like started with the adventure by heart mm. uh, because that that's like a big part of me that doesn't always show in, in the like specific roles. Mm, beautiful. Hey, as you or as you have quite many different roles even at, at this given moment and you've been involved in HR for quite some time already. Uh, from your perspective, uh, what does the future of work look like? Uh, this is a good question also. Uh, I, I think that um, my like current uh, position is kind of like the future of the work, what, what it will be looking like. Of course, different people have different kind of like motivations and, and, and uh, different industries have different kind of needs. But, uh, but I think that we are, we are like starting to build the work life based on meaningfulness. And, and people want to have like more uh, quality in their work and, and uh, want to deliver great value through their work. So this is definitely a, a big topic and issue that is going on. And, and uh, both uh, like individuals and organizations need to focus more on, on the meaningfulness part. And, and, and individuals should like really think that uh, like by who they are and, and what are their values and what are they interested in and uh, what kind of value do they want to deliver through their work. And organization uh, will definitely have to think more about how can we build meaningful work life for our employees and for the whole organization. So I think that this uh, discussion is something that is growing now and, and, and going, um, going even bigger in, in the future. Um, I also uh, see that the future of the work uh, uh, is based on the, like, the holistic view of, of people. 
so that uh, we don't see people as like linked to specific role or, or experience anymore. But we see that people have different kind of uh, ambitions. They have different kind of skills, uh, different kind of experience uh, that we can uh, like take take advantage uh, in positive way in the future. And this is something that uh, I think mostly like organizations need to focus on. So that, for example, when we talk about recruitment, we don't recruit anymore the past experience, but we also recruit the motivation and, and we recruit the, the hopes that people have for the future. And uh, just like technically, I also think that the work life is, is going to change from the as, as it now is like more that everyone is working for 37 or uh, hours a week and, and full time, uh, it, it's going to more more like uh, to be separated in, in a way that uh, there are free, more freelancers, there are more entrepreneurs, uh, more people that are working part time or working uh, for different uh, um, employee employers at the same time, you know. It's it's like changing, and it's 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 like uh, going to be more diverse in in the ways of the working also, and and not only in, in the way that the the place of the work working is is changing as at, as we have already seen during the pandemic time, and uh, it's no longer either or, but uh, if. Uh, take advantage of Swedish language. They have this great, great, uh, <laughs> great saying that "bode och." So it's 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 both ways, and and there's in my my perspective, there's no like turning back anymore. Uh, the working life is already changing, and, and the new generations are changing it, and the companies need to have like good readiness for, for that kind of change. And we need to change the, the ways that we are working, but also the change that we are recruiting and, and uh, how we are seeing the future and, and, and how, how we are seeing individuals. Mm, definitely. And uh, nowadays, there's a lot of talk uh, in, in media, for example, about the so-called hybrid era or hybrid work in such from recruiters' point of view, what does it really mean for companies? Uh, well, it means like several things. For example, like like if you think about the positive sides, if we previously recruited uh, for the locations that are like uh, headquarters. Uh, uh, were like located in or, or the offices that, that we work in, that is now like changing. And we can recruit outside our normal areas uh, and, and not only inside the, like the borders of Finland, but outside also. And it, it basically, it widens our scope. And that also means that we should like build the brand of our company and, and our attraction like in new, in, in new terms in a way so that we need to start thinking outside the box and, and see that there are possibilities of the of the new new like uh, staff beyond the, our normal like uh, borders in, in a way and and uh, and this also means that the recruitment process like should be very well planned ahead and, and and also delivered and, and we should uh, make even like greater effort to make sure to 
to present the comp company as it truly is. Because everyone knows that when you're not on, on for example, live meeting, it's much more difficult to present uh, people as they is and, and, and the company as it is. And, and uh, because when it comes to recruitment, uh, the old ways of re recruiting is, is like having live live interviews, live meetings, uh, and and both uh, participants, the, both the employee and, and employer, uh, will will uh, get like more uh, human perspective of, of the company and of the people, of the new team, and all all kinds of things. So that uh, this really challenge uh, the recruiters and, and, and the people who are doing recruiting at the companies to, to make sure that we are able to deliver the experience as, as it like truly is. And um, one, well, one key thing that I know that many, many, many people, not only recruiters, but many people have, have been struggling with is, is the technology. So that we have to make sure that we don't use uh, five to ten minutes in the beginning of, of every meeting or interview uh, for the tech issues because uh, mm -hmm. time is money and, and, and the cycle of recruitment is, is like more hectic than ever because nowadays there's so much like uh, changes in, in, in the like the work uh, uh, work business, you know, uh, like people are leaving. They are they are starting starting to think that oh my god, that, that, that I want to find a new, more interesting job, or I I'm not happy with my current uh, employer, and and I want to have new new ambitions in in different kind of work or role or or employer, and and uh, that means that there are more leavers and more comers, newcomers, and and we need to like uh, having fast-paced recruitments and, and having lean processes and act, active ways to attract. Uh, and tech is, is definitely one key aspect that has to work. So, so that is something that we can't like neglect. And, and even though people usually think that, okay, that, well, that's, that's not like norm. That uh, of course it is working, but, but well, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess we've all experience that situation where you open up a team's meeting and somebody's mic is not working or somebody cannot hear you so that's like i don't know in a way everyday life but if you can fix it somehow just just i don't know double check that everything is working before you actually start the interview uh, or, or whatever it takes just to make it more efficient yeah. so that Nobody has to wait on the other side of the line and like, hey, can you hear me? And then 10, <laughs> 10 minutes or 15 minutes goes by uh, before you can actually start. So, yeah, 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 that's true. And, and, and I also think that uh, the kind of like the hybrid era uh, needs more innovative solutions to present the company as it is. So... Uh, because you can't really like see your team or, or your future colleagues. Uh, we should come up with a new kind of solutions to present the team uh, virtu uh, virtually or, or other ways uh, that you can really like get, get in touch with, with the company and the people and the company culture. Because still, even though you're working remotely, uh, those are like very like important matters and, and key topics when we're talking about also like the meaningfulness of, of the work. Mm. Yeah, culture and colleagues play a huge role yeah. in everybody's 
work life. So, so I guess you should definitely pay attention to that as well when recruiting Absolutely. people. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, have you experienced any personal challenges when recruiting remotely or in a hybrid setting? Uh, well, uh, in the recruiter's perspective, uh, it is a bit like more difficult to get a, like the holistic view of, of the of the person or and, and his or her personality and, and know-how. And, and that is something that really like needs to pay attention to. Um, and and uh, like operating remotely also means that um, like like I said, it is like uh, it lowers humanity in a way. So we need to make extra efforts to deliver the humanity, and we need to come up with different kind of ways to do that, and and to make the uh, company more more like uh, appealing and, and interesting, uh, because in we in, in many like industries and sectors uh, we are like fighting from employees. So uh, basically, it, it's we need to like reshape the thinking of of recruitment in a way. And um, yeah, I, I think those are like the main things. Of course, it also means that uh, usually like um, doing the recruitment uh, via like uh, virtual meetings, it, it might uh, like be a bit difficult to, for example, assess or do an assessment of somebody's uh, know-how and, and uh, like uh, talent. So uh, if we have been like using different kind of like live methods to assess, do the assessment, we need to change that in, into like to work also in, in the uh, virtual meetings. Uh, and, and that is something that doesn't happen like napping your fingers or, or mm -hmm. those. Or, and, and, and we really need to like pay attention uh, for that part. Yeah, mm, definitely. Well, then. As an ex-HR director, uh, do you have any tips on how companies could support their employees' work-life balance and happiness at work? Well, yeah, I, I do have many, <laughs> and <laughs> this is something that I could write a book about. But, <laughs> but um, nowadays, when the working life, like like we discussed previously, uh, it's very hectic, and everyone is like like calendar is full, and and the days are full. It's more crucial than ever to have like clear roles and 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 have like clear like tasks prioritization. Uh, and I highly suggest uh, individuals and also companies to really assess and, and do assessment on on uh, like like the importance of different kind of tasks and different kind of, for example, development. Uh, projects because we tend to start many new things we tend to start many new projects uh, but we rarely kill them <laughs> and and we have the kind of like fake fake uh, idea that of course yeah 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 this this can be done and and uh, we are quite optimistic about the solutions and and the timetable and we don't so often that we should, we don't uh, tend to uh, really think, like really honestly think about the resources that are there like enough. So 
I think that is like the one main thing that I would absolutely want to advise the companies to think about. And also uh, now that people are in, in a hybrid era, companies should definitely support individuals uh, like very human way and, and to know everyone's motivational and inspirational factors and, and support those as, as like far as possible. Because uh, those are the main things that, that like, it, it really comes like to the crowns that people want to uh, be seen and, and want to be heard. And, and those are like two very easy things to, to make people feel like more happy at work and also make the balance of the work and, and spare time or free time more more like fair and, and really like, like, like that balance actually works. Uh, of course, I could give like advices like, yeah, yeah, we need to like go home at, at four and we we shouldn't work at weekends. But these are like the old advices. And mm-hmm. I, I feel that these don't work anymore, that we need to make more drastic moves and more like uh, strategical like moves in a way that really shape the work and, and the workload. Mm. I totally agree. And I really hope that also our government and our um, labor unions, is it labor unions in English? Yeah. So, yeah, would also come together around this topic and really talk about this because the future of work is going to be very different compared to the old days. So in order that companies can really support their employees, there needs to be some changes in the system as well, in, in yes. my opinion, at least. Yeah, absolutely. You're, I, I, I totally agree. Mm. Well, then, how do you take care of yourself and your own work-life balance? <laughs> uh, I love this one. Uh, I, I, of course, have to admit that I could do better. Uh, I'm not like uh, a good example of, of having like good work-life balance. But... Uh, whether I'm working or whether I'm walking by the sea or whether I'm with my family or, or with my friends, I always like try to focus on the current moment. And uh, in that way, I'm, I'm like really present at the time and uh, my mind isn't wandering around. Because for me, one of the biggest uh, things that cause stress and, and cause not being happy is is the mind uh, like kind of like the mind is always at somewhere else where it should be and you have like hundred things on your mind and, and at the weekends you're thinking about I should do this and that and that for the next work week and and that is really something that I personally don't really like and and I want to like learn learn to like kill that part of, of my thinking and that's why uh, one of the main things that works for me is, is like really be present and, and, and focusing on the current status and, and the moment. Um, and of course, uh, the, the life change that I, I've just done has really like changed things uh, to the positive way. Uh, for example, even though previously also at, at my previous role, I have the luxury uh, to design my own work day. And, and I have the luxury that if I would want to, I, I could take a nap in the afternoon. But if the reality is that you're sitting in nine meetings 
and you need to take in consideration other people's time schedule. It's it's quite kind of like hard decision to decide that, okay, I'm going to skip these meetings and take a nap. But now, now when I get to decide whether I want to attend in different meetings and I get to decide what I do and, and what I don't do, the napping in, in the afternoon, is, is, it feels quite nice. <laughs> and it feels nice that I'm ab- actually able to do that. So, um, yeah, th- this change has, has done really good for me. Hmm. I guess you hear this a lot, but was it hard to make that change? Yes, yes, it, it was super hard. I, I uh, thought about it for a long time, uh, like over a year. And uh, I have had like the 15 years in, 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 in like a very ambitious career. And, and, I, I, and I'm kind of like a person who always wants to go forward and, and develop uh, herself and... and and so it was, it was a huge risk. And, and I really thought about it hard that, uh, is this a good moment to do it? And, and how, how will I survive? Where will I get my paycheck? And that, but still, I'm, I'm, well, in a way, I'm lucky because I have, have the writing. So I, I, I'm truly like passionate about writing my next book. And, and in a way, it, it came to that, that in my like previous role, if I would have like continued that role, like uh, I, I wouldn't have had the time to do the uh, creative work that book writing is because even though I would have my weekends free, uh, that that would be the time that I I like um, recover from the work week, not to create like new things. So I, I I just like needed more more time for the writing, and and thank God I had the passionate for the writing because I think that if I wouldn't have that personal motivation and, and passion uh, I w- probably wouldn't wouldn't have done this kind of career move but but that was so important and, and a big thing for me that I wanted to do it hmm. I guess it comes back to the fact that everyone should always listen to their intuition and what that says like uh, if it says that there's something that's not working, you should somehow try to fix it and make it better for you. So, yeah. So I'm happy to hear that you you really <laughs> did listen to your intuition and made the change. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think that in the life, like generally, uh, there's no other option than listen to yourself. Because mm. if you don't, then it's not your life that you're living in. Mm, exactly. Hey, I still have one more question to go. Okay. Uh, name one thing that makes company a better employer than others. Uh, well, uh, hard question. Um, but I, I think that uh, this also comes to the meaningfulness thing that, that when the company really finds the true meaningfulness of its existence, and it clearly like communicates it to the employees and it makes sure like super clear the meaningfulness of the company in everyone's roles and tasks then it will succeed and then it will like deliver and and be like a uh, like a good uh, place to work um, and and this sounds like really simple but it it, it truly isn't and uh, i often see companies that fail 
in this one because we don't as as companies or individual individuals we don't really often stop to think about uh, what is it that brings meaningfulness in mm. our lives and and who we are and where do we want to go uh, because the further we are or our work is from the actual or the true meaning the more loose we feel and that is the point uh, when employees start to think about new opportunities outside that company and it's also very important to understand what is the meaning uh, or the meaningfulness of every individual that works in the company and then the individual and the company should think about how do their meaningfulness matches and if if it doesn't then it's it's exit <laughs> on on either way uh, and and this is something that truly i i think that makes other companies to like stand out positively mm. once again totally totally agree <laughs> with this one all right thank you sana for this interview it's been a pleasure to talk to you and hear your thoughts about hybrid work and the future of work as well and i hope you get to write your book uh, your next book and uh get it finished hopefully soon so that all of us can can um, have a look at it and <laughs> read it through as oh well. Oh my god, now I've got some pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> But thank you. It, it, it has been really nice to talk about this issue. <sighs> thank you, Sana, once again. Making a life change certainly isn't always easy, but I'm happy to see Sana pulled it off and that she is happy with her new life. Being a recruiter in the new normal is definitely not easy either. I should know, as I've been working as a recruiter for four years now, and even though Sophocus has always been a pioneer when it comes to remote recruiting, for God's sake I was recruited 100% remotely, It's still much harder to bring the humanity into the recruitment process when it's executed completely remotely. Anyhow, I hope you as our listener got some new ideas from our talk. For me, the main takeaway was that in the future we don't recruit the past experience, we recruit motivation and potential. And this in turn might mean that we are not the only employer of our employees. If you are an active listener of the Better Monday podcast, you've come a long way. This is the last episode of the third season and I want to say thank you. Thank you for giving your time to listen to these episodes. It's been a true pleasure to have you on the other side of the line. And if you are new to this podcast, thanks to you as well. Thanks for choosing to listen, although I know there are hundreds of other interesting podcasts out there. The Better Monday podcast will now start its seasonal break and will be back later this year. Enjoy the upcoming spring months and let's be in touch soon again. Ciao!